1: Welcome back to Sports Day. Great to have your company and fantastic to have this man on the radio. We must be getting back into cricket because Bharat and a bloke we haven't spoken to for a little while, cricket writer at Crick Bars. I think it uh, was overseas when we had a chat to him last. Barat, welcome to Sports Day. How you going, mate?
2: I'm doing very well, guys. And, I, you know, I do feel uh, quite upset that uh, uh, nobody calls upon me for my footy expertise. Uh, I'm not saying... Uh, it's generally like when I do go watch uh, some footy at the Adelaide Oval, uh, I get very happy when uh, some eight-year-old sitting next to me agrees with whatever I say. That's pretty much where it is. But, you know, I think I've think i watched enough of it to uh, have a say. Uh, at least, I, you know, I do even tweet stuff out. The other day I tweeted something out about how Chris Fagan is very huggable, but that's is- that's about it, I guess. Maybe that's
0: why nobody calls them on. <laughs> okay. So who's winning the flag then, brat
2: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's a popular opinion, but I think Geelong have grown on me the last, last couple of years. Uh, there's something, uh, they're almost like the New Zealand of the AFL. There's nothing to dislike about them. Uh, but also, at the same time, I know Collingwood, if you don't support Collingwood, you hate them. So that kind of makes them the anti-hero in my book. So for for someone who's very neutral, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind a Geelong-Collingwood final. So it's like the good guys versus the, I guess, the bad guys.
0: All right, we're going to just pull you back in the lane that we are accustomed to with you, and that's cricket. And, of course, uh, a (laughs) 3-0 series win to Australia. That's a bit of a, a subplot, really, because the story out of that series is the departure of Aaron Finch from ODIs.
2: Oh yeah, very much so, and um, I think it's it, it's sad that uh, it it had to end at a time when he's he's been so woefully out of form in fifty over cricket, uh, and even his last innings, uh, you know, getting bowled the way he has been uh, quite often since for 2019. Uh, it, it was sad to see him go, but I, I look, I think I've always uh, enjoyed watching and covering Aaron Finch, uh, the one day cricketer and the and the captain, and there was something very. Earthy and uh, humble about him, uh, the way he played his cricket, the way he spoke about his team's performances, good or bad, uh, there was a lot to like about him. And I think he played a big role in uh, helping Australia rebuild, uh, you know, their face. I mean, their their culture after you know the Cape Town fiasco. Uh, Tim Payne and Justin Langer generally get a lot of credit for that, but I think Aaron Pinch played a big role. And uh, and look, I think this also frees him up nicely for that T20 World Cup defence in less than a month's time. Uh, you could see that. Maybe it was beginning to play on his head as his one-day form, but he's not been too bad in the T20 format. Uh, and till the very end, even in yesterday's game, you could see uh, how shrewd a captain he was, his field placements and just the way he uses his bowlers. So Aaron Finch will definitely be missed, uh, you know, as captain. But, uh, you know, with that next 50 over World Cup less than 12 months ago, just just over 12 months ago, it's a good time for Australia to start planning for
0: it. So just you're talking about in our plans for the T20 World Cup, but he's if you're out of form... You're out of form, Barat, so what's to make you think that he's suddenly going to tear them apart in the World Cup?
2: No, I think the only difference here is, uh, uh, you know, perspective uh, or, like, you know, how you put innings in the context between one-day cricket and T20 cricket. So if Alan Finch comes out and plays, uh, you know, goes for it from, from, day, uh, from ball one, like he has been in T20 cricket of late, uh, and it comes off, even if he makes a 26 out of 10, uh, it's still a win. I mean, he's given Australia a great start or a great platform to build on. And I also have believed that T20 cricket is one where you can carry a captain if he does, or he or she does bring in a lot of expertise on the field. Uh, we saw we saw that with Owen Morgan for a long time with England. Uh, Owen Morgan in uh, the IPL, I remember a couple of years ago when KKR made it to the final where he didn't get a single run. Uh, and Darren Sammy famously won a World Cup for the West Indies facing two balls and not taking a single wicket in that whole tournament. Uh, so he took one catch. That was his contribution individually. So I think it's a format you can get away with. Um, and uh, hopefully, you know, just being uh, fo- or just being able to focus on C-ball, head ball could come in handy for Finch.
0: Mentioning leadership, Steve Smith's name obviously comes to the surface. But David Warner has also been brought up in conversation. Can you give us the the merits of both of those players in terms of potentially replacing Aaron Finch?
2: Uh, to start with, I think Australia's, uh, the selector's uh, focus will be on that uh, World Cup next year. Uh, so it's not a long-term, or it's not long-term planning that you need to worry about. Uh, so you need someone who will take Australia through to that World Cup in 12 months. And there is a lot of one-day cricket that will be played between now and then. Um, And uh, David Warner, yeah, I mean, you know, we know all about what Cricket Australia uh, think about him being given a leadership title. They say all the right things. They say, no, he provides so much uh, to the leadership group without having a title to his name. Uh, But who knows uh, Indian conditions better than David Warner in Australia? Nobody else. So I think he uh, has proven himself uh, in T20 cricket as a captain uh, in the IPL. He won an IPL as well uh, a few years ago. So I think this everything going for David Warner, if Australia do take that radical move that some would think of going to him as captain. Uh, Steve Smith came out yesterday and spoke about how, uh, you know, maybe uh, he could be the next one to retire from this format. I'm sure he was semi-joking about it. Uh, but I don't think it would be, uh, you know, Australia uh, really looking back and like maybe it's time to move forward if they go to either one of those keeping in mind that the World Cup is just, you know, 12 months away. Uh, once we get to India next year, you can always start planning for 2027 20, after that. So either option works, especially with Pat Cummins having said that he's not very keen on doing it.
1: Now, what do you make of uh, England being on the verge of knocking over the Proteus?
2: I think uh, South Africa will be so disappointed with the way they've played. Ever since they won that first test, uh, uh, you know, again Ben Stokes proving even last night how uh, he brings that uh, inspirational leadership to the fore whenever England need him uh, need him most. And it, it, this series it, itself, this whole English Test summer, has been played on fast forward, you know, basketball ball or whatever you want to call it, uh, with both, both with both bat and ball. Uh, things have happened very quickly. There was some talk that uh, with South Africa deciding to not spend an extra day uh, because of uh, losing. Uh, What the first two days uh, as England mourned the loss of their queen or the death of their queen. uh, You you thought, like, you know, maybe uh, there will not be enough time for a result, but yeah, I think England will win with plenty of time to spare. Uh, It's been a fun summer. Uh, I don't know whether England can pull off uh, this approach once they travel overseas, but it just makes that uh, the ashes very, very exciting. we we'll be less than 12 months away from it. Uh, June 16th, I read recently, is when the first test will be played. So it'll be played in the early months. So it could, be, it could already make for some exciting cricket when we get there next year.
1: Fantastic to chat to you, Bharat. And uh, we hope to uh, touch base regularly throughout the summer, mate. Take care.
2: All right, cheers, guys. I look forward to it.
1: We're at Santa there who does a good job with Crick Bars. You can see his work there. And we're here thanks to the Toolkit Depot. Spring it on with top deals on everything you need for your outdoor projects at the Toolkit Depot. Ryan Petrick, the Rockingham Flames men's coach and Perth Lynx coach, will join us next here on Sports Day.